You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. That girl you know, Gillian Holroyd, she's one. A witch? Yes! Shep, you just never learned to spell. This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Summer Camp, a PoppyChuloRadio.com and iTunes exclusive. PoppyChulo Radio, pop culture on demand. I'm your host and camp director, Maurice Gatewood. Tonight on Summer Camp, we are going to explore some of Hollywood's campiest flicks, cult classic motion pictures, and fan favorite films. Please welcome my co-host, the hip-hop legend himself, assistant director, Dead Lee. What up, what up? We're going glamping. We're going glamping this year. All right. You'll explain what that is later, right? Yes! (laughs) Our director of residential life, the man from the future, Legionnaire. What's going on, Legionnaire? Oh, well, you know, she's awfully clever with a quarter. (laughs) She can work with some change, right? Shoot. Yeah, first aid director, that silky, silky soul singer himself, Damian Nova. What's up? Hey, baby, how are you tonight? All right, I'm better now. <laughs> better, much better now. It's and, my duty to please that booty. Oh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> Wait, my pants just fell off. <laughs> they just fell off. Just uh, fell off. Just fell off. Our activity leader, the fabulous Vanetta Berry. What's up, Vanetta? Welcome to the show. Hello, y'all. I'm fine. Thank you for having me. Yay. Aw. <laughs> body painting. Are we going to do body painting activity, director, please? Ooh, yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, start, we'll start with our head chef, Mr. Derek Anthony. What you cooking tonight, Derek? Oh, tonight is a jambalaya dish that you all are just going to love. <laughs> you got to make those dishes that stretch, because after all, we don't have no money. 
Well, that's why we're doing How to Marry a Millionaire. But before we begin, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. Thank you for the intro, and sorry for the microphone feedback. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r-summercamp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp pcr.tumblr.com Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting GoFundMe .com/poppychularadio Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com/poppychularadio Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com/archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. It's time for your feature presentation. Back to you, camp counselors. Oh, not again. Sorry for the feedback. Thank you. All right, it's time to fire up the film projector so that we can discuss 1953's How to Marry a Millionaire. Here is the official synopsis of the film. Three New York models, Shotzi, Pola, and Loco, set up in an exclusive apartment with a plan. Tired of cheap men and a lack of money, they intend to use all their talents to trap and marry three millionaires. The trouble is, it's not so easy to tell the rich men from the hucksters. And even when they can, is the money really worth it? Well, we'll find out, won't we? So, uh, my usual first question is, who has seen this movie before? I have. I have. I have. I have not. <gasps> yeah. I'm clutching my <laughs> fake pearl. Clutching my fake pearls. Turn to classic movies. I'm always watching. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, Deadly, you said you've seen it? Oh, yeah. Ter- you've seen it? Classic movies. Mm-hmm. Everyone's seen it except Legionnaire and myself. I had not seen it. And um, so what was your initial? I'm, I'm going to go down. We got, a, we got a rack of folks here tonight. So, Vanetta, you said you've seen it? <laughs> yes, I had. What was your initial initial reaction to it? Is this, is this a favorite of yours, or is it one of those that's like, eh? I went through a, a period when I was, I don't know, in college where I just wanted to watch every every American movie classic, and it was that's what they were playing on AMC, so I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed this slight departure for um, Marilyn Monroe. She just kind of tried to step out of her normal role 
It wasn't a big step, but it was a tiny little step out of her normal role. It was fine. Huh. Okay, so let's let's be uh, let's be honest here. This movie is very very uh, dated. Huh? dated, extremely dated. Yeah, it, was, like, it, it's, it dates it's, itself so it's hard. Dated, it's dated, but you can apply real like it's ratchet though. You know what I mean? Like it's the ratchet. Way the, the way they acted, the way they were they were very kind of like if they These, recast, I was thinking if they recast this movie who would they cast in those parts now these girls were stunt, they were stunt queens. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they really were. They yeah. were stunt queens. They were early day stunt queens. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> they, were they were pioneers that in was my first this, thought. I said, these these hoes are stunt queens. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> selling the furniture and then right. the furniture that wasn't even there. Right. Then old boy bought her the furniture. This bitch was gonna sell it again. Sell it back. So she bought it back and then sold it back and then brought it back upstairs after he came back and Garilla, would you please pick a way to be? Now that's a wait, baby. She said, yes, baby, go ahead and buy all my furniture back. So once I dismiss you, I'm gonna sell that shit again and get some more cash. Yes. <laughs> that's the return on your investment that everybody can believe in. But if they were models in New York City now. That wouldn't mean anything. Yeah, you know, that you all. you're right because uh, mo- most well, models, most models don't make the kind of money like Giselle and you know Tyler Banks and those kind of models. Like if you're a typical model in New York City, you wouldn't be able to afford a penthouse. On um, you no. know, most of those most of the models here in New York live together. Together, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Models. I was just about to say that, yeah. Because no, you know, <laughs> New York is not cheap. But right. even though it was dated, they said she mentions at the beginning that they had a thousand dollars. That apartment was a thousand dollars a month. Right was in the fifties, that was still really expensive. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, well, did anybody? Okay, so which one of you? Which which girl did each of you identify with the most? <laughs> mm. I gotta say, Pola for me, Marilyn. Marilyn's on me, especially since I'm wearing glasses now too. I can totally feel her. I'm bumping into walls and things. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I'm Loca. Loca, you Betty Grable? Yes. Because you got the legs. Oh. <laughs> A little bit, but also uh, <laughs> it was the way that she was just like. She like took everybody at face value. She really did. That, yeah, that was really I, that was an endearing quality for me. Like, oh, well, he was just so nice, and but you're not supposed to meet a guy at the, at the meat at the meat counter. Oh, but he was nice, and but he wasn't wearing a tie. Yeah, but he was still. No, that sweet, was cold you know? cuts. Get that right, girl. Yeah, yeah. Cold cuts. Cold cold cuts. Cold cuts. Yeah, she still got that. Well, I'm gonna say of the three, Loka. Because I can sometimes get people to buy my groceries also. <laughs> they were worried about Loco. They were worried about Loco, though. <laughs> she was a late addition. Right. 
and she was a wild card. Well, Shotzi, but, yeah, but Shotzi Pumlo was too. not having Pumlo it. Was like, no, no, girl, you don't know the hunt. This this girl, she she lands on her feet all the time. She gonna be just fine. She gonna be fine with the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think if I had to pick one, I would probably be most like Shotzi. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ooh. I, I, I would. I think I would be most like Chosky too. Yeah, yeah. I have you to agree. I, I I think because she was so. I think she was the most grounded out of the three. Like she had her shit together, but at the same time, it was like she still needed the same shit that they did, but she didn't wear it. Like they kind of wore. Oh well, mm, well, this is what we're doing, and this is our plan, and this is who we are. Where she was just like, no, this is just, this is what's going to be, and I found the place, so this is how it's going to work. While at the same time, still not seeing the forest for the trees, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like right. you don't, you, right, you're trying that would, to. That, that would be me, so, so focused on the goal. Yeah. <laughs> the right, goal right. that's like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, there was this detour that could have got you what you wanted. Right. Was, so. <laughs> but it wasn't wearing a tie. Right. And I don't want to. I don't want to offend you because I said I would be most like her too. But in this, in in a lot of ways, she was the most thirsty. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. She, or, or the most focused. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in a nice. She was way. hungry. She was right. hungry. Right. Yeah, was, she was. I was, <laughs> I was trying to be a little more correct with it, but, but yes, <laughs> she was hungry <laughs> like the wolf. Vernacular. Yeah, she was yeah. quite thirsty. <laughs> so if you're new on the show. You're going to hear a number of times a season, I like to tell people I'm a violinist. But even so, that was a whole lot of orchestra introduction at the beginning. It sure was. I I love the violin. The violin is my life. I love it. But it was a whole (laughs) lot. It was a whole lot. Even throughout the... You know how these movies are scored? Yeah. I was like, if they got paid by the note... Good grief. It was like really a lot of violin and a lot of wah wah trumpet. You know, it's like James Bond wasn't around then yet, but I can see where the wah wah trumpet came from. But it was really, it was really scored really heavily. I just didn't get that whole intro with the. Well, that was a big budget comedy. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fifties movies like that because here's exactly. the thing. I was say if that I, if I I would have loved to have lived in that era, except not you know as black or me. black person, yeah, uh, right, yeah, <laughs> no, no. But I love those old fifties Hollywood movies. I just love everything about those. Uh, that was for the audience to know that the movie was getting ready to start. This was before mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Who the orchestra's playing? Get your get your bonbons and get your seat. Yeah, right. start this movie. Yes. It was also, just, isn't this wasn't this universe? Who was this? Uni- is it Universal or Paramount? Who was this? It was Goldwyn, wasn't it? MGM. Yeah, okay, it so MGM. it was MGM. Okay, so it was MGM. MGM didn't have every time they didn't have cartoons going before there. Like they did sometimes, and they didn't other times. And it seemed like for a comedy of this scope, because it's definitely a big budget comedy. For the time, because no, it was Fox. No, 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know for a big, a a big budget comedy of this size, especially, especially Fox, like they didn't have Warner Brothers cartoons or MGM cartoons before it, so 
they had to do all this extra stuff <laughs> and a lot of them have those big orchestrations a lot of them do and it mm-hmm. it will exhaust you the first 10 minutes of the damn movie like it's an overture before you see your your opera I understand that. I understand a lot of them had like a whole, it was almost like a musical where they go through, play through all the themes of all the numbers. But I I don't remember ever seeing where they actually showed the The orchestra. The orchestra. It was just really, Mm, it was just really interesting. And then, let me tell you, those bitches, when you talk about playing together, listen, mm -hmm. they're both, I mean, you did not see any, I mean, you can go to, go to a, a symphony, you don't see somebody you know, out of sync, out of whatever, you know, a little bit this, a little bit this way. I don't have, care how good the orchestra, but them bitches, they were like, this is being filmed. You know, I mean, they look like, look almost like one person, you know. Well, this was the 50s. They could shoot you then from after that. <laughs> yeah. The studio could you shoot get fired real quick. basically man. owned you. The studio could yeah. mm-hmm. They sure did. That's yeah. true. They, yeah, that's true. And they probably played for all of the movies for that studio. That, that, for the that, studio, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there was so. also job security for musicians. I thought that that was that's what I thought immediately. I was like, oh man, they got to they got to actually be in the film. Whereas musicians now, if you get your right. song on a soundtrack, you don't really necessarily get in the movie. But they those they didn't musicians pay them got shit. to be in the movie. Yes, yes, well, they paid them and, shit uh, back there. They did not pay them a thing back then. They were on the lot, and they, they were, were no. Paid. Some of, but some of those, some of those composers and directors, though, they had, yeah. they had, they, they yeah. had it going on. Because Alfred Newman, sure. he was one of, the, he was one of the big power three back in the day. Sure, yeah. it was him, Max Steiner, and Dimitri Tiomkin, baby. When they came, yeah, they, when they came out to that golden age of movies, when they started right, they were writing and composing. Shoot, honey, they 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 were getting the coins. <laughs> yeah, they were. I'm talking about the people sitting in the chairs. Some studio musicians actually, you know, left symphony jobs because they could make more money being studio yeah. studio musicians. And it was a steady paycheck. You got paid right. that week, whether you did it or not. Yeah. Cause that was, it was steady, yeah. Yeah. Once you, got, once you got working for them, yes, baby, you were go, you were golden. You were. I just golden. thought it was that, funny that, was, that. You know, me and being making sure that you were in those seats on the regular. Right. And what did you think? It was such a pseudo jazz score. It was so funny. It was like very jazzy, but you didn't see any jazzy looking people in the. <laughs> <laughs> Not even driving a damn cab, you know, or, or, or holding the door. I'm like, good grief, you know. I'm going. I'm going to say. Twice. I'm going to say this because both of them were Cinescope. So I watched this on Friday. Mm. I rewatched it rather on Friday, and then I saw La La Land on Saturday. Ew. Ooh. Um, which also starts off with the big Cinescope thing. Yeah. And Made me hate La La Land that much more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's be so hard because I was had a clear vision in my mind of what they were trying to do, but didn't. Mm-hmm. But didn't exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was, was, I was definitely co-signed that when I saw this movie for the first time, it made me understand what La La Land was trying to do and failed. There was that other movie out though. There was another movie that came out last year with Scarlett Johansson and Tatum Channa uh Jenny and 
a bunch of people that kind of um, was trying to recreate that old Hollywood studio system, and that kind of failed miserably. Is that it's hard to recreate that today because nobody's going to bring that level of camp mm. to a modern day movie. You also can't bring that level of racism to a modern day. Well, you can. <laughs> that you can, and they have. <laughs> but um, but I know what you mean. But that but that level of like those actors like back in the day in the studio days like Debbie Reynolds and different people like that. A lot of them were dancers and stuff first. Yeah, they were yes. quadruple so, threats. Yeah. Yes. Well, a lot of them, all of them were were actors. All of them had acting ability, as opposed to many of the stars of today who are looks and personality, who can memorize lines and walk across the stage without tripping over themselves. They don't have that theater. They don't have theater. Which is still a struggle for some of them. Yeah. Just walking and talking. Ryan Gosling watching his feet while he's dancing. That's all I'm saying. Mm. (laughs) I really hated that movie. (laughs) I have have not seen it. I have not seen it. so it was nominated. It's nominated for what? Twelve Oscars? How, whatever, how many ever Oscars there are to give? That's how many it's nominated for. Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. So, you know, would, you, would you like to know how I described it? What's that? Would you like to know how I described it? I would always like to know whatever you think. This is how I described it. Um, have you ever given yourself a really good hand job? Ooh. I never call them, them handjobs. Mm. To, kind of, to the point where you just wanted to applaud to yourself when it was yes. done. Yes. <laughs> it's what Hollywood has done with this movie. This is mm. its applause to its hand job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does that once every three years. It, it gives it's a, a good old, you know, old fashioned. Anything for you, but they were satisfied when it was over. Yeah, mm. yeah. I get it. What they do that? I think they do that at least once or twice a year. Yeah, about yeah. Well, you the know, Oscar bait, the Oscar bait that, ones with with something, with something, you know. And you're just like standing there with the comrade, going, uh, "Okay, whatever," you know. But um, so this movie, this movie, I don't, I'm not sure whether it was like. How it was received on IMDb, it gets a seven point um, I wouldn't put it out with with. I think you know it kind of broke the fourth wall with some of the references to other movies. I thought that was kind of interesting, kind of funny. Yeah. Um, do you remember how many there were? How I many? Quite were, a few. How many I know they were. I know they uh, referenced um, uh, uh, gentlemen for blondes. I know that yeah. there was a reference they to that. They referenced that. They also referenced um, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Mm-hmm. They referenced um, African Queen. Yes, that's, that's um, what I was trying to think Lauren of. Lauren Bacall was like, said something about like, I like older guys. Look, that, look at that fellow from African Queen. I love that mm-hmm. guy. And that's her husband. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. all these, it was like really, really, it was campy for then, even though it's even more campy now. I thought it was it was neat yeah. like that. But, but it, I lots don't think it had Did you find that most of the uh, acting, the heavy lifting, was done by Lauren Bacall? 
Or did you appreciate like Betty Grable's character was kind of interesting because her character was kind of in between. Right. It was kind of in between, so I thought she had a like almost like a harder job to do acting wise because she couldn't go totally Marilyn, but she couldn't get to it, it. You know. Yeah, she was yeah. the balance in the middle. Mm-hmm. So who? So yeah. who? So who brought the heat though? Who brought the who brought the heat? <sighs> well, I will say this, and this is for, this is this is a compliment to Betty Grable. Anyone who can play a character who pretends like they don't understand what they're going away to a cabin <laughs> with a very fanciful. <laughs> <laughs> She was high. And what we call it, what we I thought we were going to a lodge. She was yeah. mad. She was mad as hell. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> This is not a lodge. You said we were going this to a, a lodge. lodge. Where are all the members? <laughs> she played herself, though. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. That was funny. But Betty, you know, Betty. That big thermometer. That big old thermometer. That was some innuendo all over the place. <laughs> and that's the other and thing. Don't open and, your mouth and, until I tell you. And don't try to talk while it's in your mouth. I was like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's the other thing. They don't do innuendo in movies like that anymore. No. They don't no, have- they would have had them waking up in bed next to people. They would have had them waking up the bed, waking up in bed next to people and stuff like that. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, you know. So deadly. Yeah, it depends. Deadly. I'm gonna ask you a question. Actually, today you'd actually see them bed hopping. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so yes, deadly, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you the question I asked at the beginning. If if they were recasting this movie, who do you think they would cast? Oof. Well, we definitely have to get some color in there, right? But it would have to be probably it would probably have to be three top actresses. Three top (laughs) point something. (laughs) Mm, I don't know. For some reason, Rihanna keeps jumping into me with uh, the Marilyn Monroe. I don't know why. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Riri. I'm but, putting Riri in the Marilyn Monroe. I can see her in little glasses or something. Okay. Mm. I, was, I was thinking maybe Gabrielle Union for that um, Lauren Bacall role. Uh, she's played that so many times, though. I know. Like, that's why she... That's why she <laughs> that's why she's, <laughs> she's a little old like she, she was basically that in Deliver Us from Eva. Like... And Daddy's good. Little Girls. And Daddy's, and Daddy's Little Girls, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, oh, that's enough. But you see that Nicole Kidman bought the rights to it, so she'd probably put herself in. She did. She did. Don't do it. She's a little ice queen. She's a little too ice queen <laughs> for that. Like, she's... Mm. Well, I, could, I, would, I wouldn't see her trying to play it now. She tried to play... Um, she tried to play... Um, Princess Grace. That don't she shouldn't get her feelings hurt like that. I don't recall that. Yeah, it was called Grace of Monaco. 
Oh, yeah. Let me re- let me rephrase. I choose not to recall <laughs> that. <laughs> that was and we know that Nicole listens to the show. I'm sorry, Nicole. You know it's not personal. You know I will pay for your next Botox treatment. That's our arrangement. If I say something dirty about her, I'll oh. pay for her next Botox treatment. So, um, mm. the, for the Betty Grable role, I don't know who I would cast for in in that in that part. It's hard to find. It would be hard to find three actresses that there was a general consensus in the public eye. You know. <clears throat> I feel like we would need like you know good television like, actresses like Deborah Messing or something like that in one of those roles. I, I just don't feel like there's a lot of major actresses that would pull. The, I don't <coughs> think they need to redo it. That's that's one thing. I think it's fine the way it is. Yeah, well, but, I agree with you on that. But um, I will tell you who I think might be good in that role. Might be good, um, Sarah Halen. Who plays Haley on Modern Family? Yes, Fame. you know what? She would be fun, and I could see her playing. Um, I could see her playing. I could see her playing probably Pola Pola more than than Loco. Yeah. Okay. And so, so you know, there's a reason. There's a reason I asked the question because you know who they would cast in the uh, remake. Scarlett and Johansson. No, it would be because she's in every damn thing. You no, because they would go against type like they like to do now. It would be Amy Schumer, Lena Dunham, and um, oh no, and and Fox, and McCarthy, and McCarthy. What's what's the first name? Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah, and Melissa McCarthy. That that would be the oh yeah. Awful. I just threw up. Or it'll be a gay man. It'll be a gay man or something. That'll be the. Unassuming, it would be the unassuming pretty Pola. <laughs> it'd be some gay, some gay white man. Um, that <laughs> just I didn't know I was pretty. Oh, let me put on my glasses. Oh, I guess I am pretty, bitch. <laughs> that was kind of a, that was kind of funny. You did the whole like men don't make passes like girls that wear glasses, right? Um, that was cute. so. We have to talk about fashion. Oh, the fashions were on point. Listen, I like about movies from the fifties. They always have some of the best fashion in them. Well, whose fashion stood the test of time, though? Uh. <laughs> I really not- like Shotsky's, like her her outfits. Yeah, especially I mean, like her, like the little dress suit that she was in the beginning. Yeah, some of the dresses that yeah. she wore, they were very, they weren't, they weren't too over the top, but yet they yeah. were still really nicely done. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I could see a lot of the stuff, especially during the little fashion show piece, where uh, you, I mean, you can see where a lot of that stuff has survived. Yeah. Passage of time to where, you know, there's there there are nods to it even today. You can you can see yeah. they're not to all yeah. that stuff. Which I thought was really cute. Well I thought I thought Marilyn's dresses actually look like yeah. they look like red carpet dresses. Sometimes you see now, especially that maroon one. Mm-hmm. And was there a green one that with white gloves? Who was wearing that? Was that Marilyn Ross or there was a green someone had on an emerald green dress with white gloves. Uh, 
Oh, and I, the I, fluffy sleeves. I think that was Lauren Bacall. Yeah, that was no, that was Lauren. Yeah, a lot of I saw, mm-hmm. see her. Her dress looked very. Her outfits didn't look costumey. They looked like re, like real clothes. Like right. Like she bought her real clothes to set or something. But um, I think Paula looked a mess. Sorry that that dress she had on <laughs> when she went to went on that date. It's like what is this flower around your neck and what is this going on around your chest? I don't understand this dress, girl. I just I don't understand it. <laughs> what I don't want to understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I like I liked all the fashions. I thought they all said a little something. You know, you know the skills. You know, it's funny though because t- two of those actresses were known for being very curvaceous, mm-hmm. in you know during their time. But neither of them looked particularly curvaceous in this movie. Very Did thin. You, yeah. yeah, they all looked like they were trying <clears throat> to be as thin as is um, Lauren Bacall, Lauren who's Bacall, always, yeah. always yeah. thin. And, and I guess maybe because they were supposedly Probably. playing, but but uh, Betty Grable and Marilyn Monroe were a lot more curvy in that earlier in their careers, and, mm-hmm. and you know, so I, I thought, yeah. having not seen this movie before, I was just like, wow, they don't look like, you know, they don't have that sort of bombshell kind of look that they were known for. I guess right. they wanted them to look like. Starving models or something. Yeah. I mean, they look they look good. I mean, they look fine. But I was like, wow. I never, I never remember seeing Marilyn Monroe look that thin. Mm. I mean, also they were they were snatched. I mean, they were mm. pulled taut <laughs> in them dresses. <laughs> like, like like especially Marilyn Monroe. You could tell if like where her waist then it's not ended. Yeah, like she they was, they pulled them for the gods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were quite corseted. Yeah, yeah. So, did anyone have a favorite outfit? Mm. I think mm. you mentioned the one that Marilyn Monroe wore. The red mm-hmm. was really yeah, nice. the red was the standout for me. Absolutely. So that, let's talk. Let's talk and, about I, and I did like the dress that uh, Shotzi wore on her. Uh, on her date with uh, with JD. Once yeah. she oh, yeah, that was a good dress. Yeah, yeah, I like that yeah. one too. That you didn't like good. the wedding dress? I thought that looked modern. That looked like you could wear that day. The dress, it was the hat. Yeah. Oh, as soon as she put the hat hat on, I was like, oh well, there you go. I get like I'm done. It already looked like a doily, and then you're gonna put this hat on it. It's like it's okay. But, but I agree with you. The dress looked very chic, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what's yeah. that thing on her head. It looked, but I guess it's funny because these girls were supposed to be in their mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. But yeah. they they seemed old, they seemed wow. old. they I don't know how old they was were when they made the movie, but they. Their demeanor, I guess people then didn't, I don't know, they just seemed older, you know, to me, just in their their mannerisms. Were they older or were they more worldly? Yeah. They were weathered. There you go. <laughs> they were weathered. <laughs> <laughs> they had seen something. <laughs> you know. So let's let's talk about the the the, the guys in this movie. Mm. Mm. Uh, Eben, <laughs> is, is that his name? That's the one we need to talk about. Oh, Eben, yeah. Mm. So who, 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 
who do you think one of them would have married even if they didn't have money? That's a hard one because they were wishy-washy till the end. married the guy that didn't have money. Right. I think right. I, I, I think Evan would have did all right regardless mm. <laughs> with any of them. Right. Yeah, he would have been fine. Because, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty. He's the one that the, the ranger? Mm. The ranger, yeah. What about Brooklyn? Uh, he was he all right. Made him thinking he was broke. He was fun. He was right, fun. yeah, he yeah, he was a lot of fun because he didn't, you know, he didn't brook any of her stuff. It's like, oh, oh, I will never go out. Well, after today, I'm never going to see you again, girl. Anyway, I'll pick you up tomorrow at <laughs> seven. <Don't> <laughs> <laughs> I like to see you again. JD was my favorite of all the suitors. Who? JD, you know what? Well, and I liked him. Too. Yeah, he was a class act. Yeah, he was. Yeah, grand, he was, grandpa, he was classy all the yeah, way through. Grandpa. Yeah. See, because he could have acted a plum fool at the end of that, and he did not. He, he could have snatched all her shit out the house. Okay. He <laughs> like, oh, I, oh yeah, who well, bought this? Who bought this dress? Who bought this? Who bought this? That's I, that's mine. Give me that. That's mine. <laughs> he, came across, he, he came across as like a cuckold at some points, though. You know, it was just like it was a little cuck. He was a little yeah, cuckold. Yeah, was a little cuckoldy. Yeah, I was just like, what but he was also again? he was also paid by Brookman to see if she was going to fall for it. That was that was very very interesting. Yeah, at one point. Yeah, at the end where he goes. He goes, um, yeah, let me let me talk to you. Uh, he told him something about, like, oh, should I tell her now? He's like, no, nah, you don't have to tell her. But, you know, eventually you will have to tell her because she, she did pass the test. And he was like, oh, okay. And so then he goes in there and then they end up, he ends up, she ends up marrying Brookman instead of JD. And yeah. at the end of the cafe is when he explained to her that he was actually... Loaded. The only one that was rich. Right. Well, he ain't explained it. He just pulled out that many. Right. Right. I mean, he was saying he was saying stuff, but she wasn't buying it. And he pulled exactly. out that that wad, and she was like, <laughs> somewhere in Brooklyn, a horse died." Right. <laughs> so, when they had the fashion show, mm. and he was the only one there, don't you think that would have been like a hint, like? How could someone who pumps gas or whatever afford to have a private showing? But Shotzi and, still well, remember she told he was, her. he was stunting just like she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't yeah. have raised, Wouldn't you have raised an eyebrow like, hmm? How did he arrange this with his broke ass? Well, but she was already like she, sold she on the had, fact that he wasn't at a park avenue apartment and she had no money. Yeah. <laughs> Also, she had been played by her previous husband, right. who she thought had money, and then turned out that he stole from her. That's and so she was pretty bitter about Ooh, whether yes, or not she was going to trust better. anybody. So that's why she was just like, I'm only going to marry. I'm going to follow this script. This is what I'm going to do. And so she basically missed the forest for the trees. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because even when he was, because even when he was at the little showing, he still wasn't wearing no tie. Yeah, and her thing was like, a real gentleman is gonna wear a tie. <laughs> she was, this she was, was like, so dated. 
That's the pump. Like those those little points make this real dated because it's like, oh well, he's not wearing a tie, so he must not be rich or have any class. And it's like, okay, I mean, I hear you, 1950s, but. <laughs> like, like, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to put that together in my mind because I'm not from the '50s. So I'm, I'm just trying to put it. Like, how does wearing a tie equal classiness back then? Like, I'm just trying because I'm not. I'm not even of age to understand because what it meant. People back well, then in the dressed. '50s got dressed for everything. Yes, yes. I mean I men wore. Ties. Once they got home, they took their jackets off and put on like their house roll, but they kept their shirt and tie on. Mm-hmm. The only time you, know, you dressed down was on Saturday when you put on a shirt, no tie, and a sweater to go outside and cut the grass. Right. No, I got it. I got it. I'm just saying that it dates itself with her, yeah. with her, right. with that sort of her being her only go to with this guy and the only reason she's not going out with him is because he won't wear a tie it's like yeah you this is definitely a 50s movie <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is not like it can't translate like that i her her the whole plot is basically her fighting this dude because he doesn't have a tie on like that's the entirety of the reason why she won't go <laughs> did out you, with him. did you did you also <laughs> a few months ago when prince harry and um and, and Kate were uh, visiting somewhere, and this older man uh, came up and met them and actually said to him, where's your tie? Just like yeah. that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I should have worn a tie. But it was like what you're saying. What does the tie have to do with, with you know, here's someone who is supposed, you know, I don't believe in yeah. divine, divine right and all that. I was, that's, you know. But, um, you know, their, their royalty... But he's like, where's your tie? As if that is going to make it legitimate or right. something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I, I see old pictures of my relatives and stuff, and they wore ties to school. I mean, the kids wore ties. Like, the yeah. little, even, even in the 60s, they wore the little skinny ties to school, and, the, you know, the girls were dressed to the nines. And, yeah. You know, that's just how it was. I mean, I couldn't. I, I'm glad that yeah. went out. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but the, but some of them, some of them stunts uh, still hold up today. Like when yeah. she said, "Ooh, men with that much money are never a little old." Listen, <laughs> I will wound that about four times. I said, "Girl, <laughs> yes." <laughs> That one in. and what was the other one? Oh, um, 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 yes, real class never mentions his wealth, just refers to it. I said, yes, yes. <laughs> you know what? I think today you would just call it like a hood boy, though, don't you think, Damien? Like for a guy like that, just be a hood, be a hood boy or something, mm. or, or around the way, around yeah. the way, boy, you know. I don't I mean, wanna... it's not wearing the tie, I think you just say he's more hood or something like that, you yeah. know, probably. I guess. Uh, that's a reach. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if not wearing a tie these days, especially with fashion the way it is now. I don't. Uh, I, if they did that in a new movie and just was like, "Oh well, he's a hood boy, so he's not gonna wear a tie," and it's like, "Yeah, but there are tons of different types of people now that well, don't wear but, ties." Yeah, but, yeah but, but for today's audience, they wouldn't even reference a tie. It would just say he 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 dresses hood as opposed mm-hmm. to whether or not. He, yeah, he, yeah, he'll be a thug. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Or if, or if it, or or the or the opposite, he he looked like he was a 
mechanic or he came from the trailer park or something. You know, it would be that that kind of. Like, well, she like, called him a gas a gas 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 station jockey. Pump jockey, which is which sounds like a, a, a sex position, um, <laughs> but it's also a really, really low, uh, low class thought process because remember back then people didn't pump their own gas, right? Right. The guys would come run to your car and pump the gas for you, and basically she yeah. was saying that he was, you know, <laughs> a minimum wage worker, and this right, exactly guy that, that owned a country, owned several companies. <laughs> Right. That's like that's like saying that's like saying, ooh, <laughs> let me take you away from it all, even though I work at McDonald's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of well, felt like two, two items. Mm. But did you did you kind of feel like if they remade, did a modern version of this movie, they would change the ending, like they wouldn't end up marrying the guy? Like, no one, mm. like, they were kind of, like, crafty what they were doing. Like, I kind of wanted to see one of them not get what they. That's, okay, so now you're talking my language because this is why I don't like this movie. <laughs> I don't like this movie because these bitches don't really learn anything. Like, <laughs> they, they really like, <laughs> like the, the two that were sort of already just sort of head in the clouds, they sort of fell into the positions with the men that they were with. And then this other one, she fought against this dude tooth and nail and he was just like, he was consistent and just really on her. And then, I mean, I'm not, we're not going to talk about the muddy part in between, okay, they got married and no other rich people were at their wedding. I'm confused. Anyway, so she's, you know, there's, there's that whole, that whole, oh, well, I did this and I did this and I, I, I broke all these rules to try to get what I want. And at the end of it, I still got what I want. It is very much the <laughs> the white woman privileged. The, I hated it. I hated it. I, I like, I love the movie for the time. You know what I mean? Like, I love it for the time that it was at. Yeah. And I love the visuals and the acting in it is impeccable. But the story itself is shit. And it's like, a, oh, wow. Like, some like it hot is a different movie because these men are trying to have Marilyn Monroe. If you've seen some like it hot, like they're trying mm-hmm. to have her right. instead of her trying to get with these men that are, Oh, well you guys are rich. Like she was so relaxed and laid back in that movie that you couldn't say, okay, well this is her trying to act privileged. No, she was a working, she was working class like the rest of them. Whereas in this one, these women were poor. I mean, I mean, they were about to be kicked out on the street. They had to sell all their furniture. They were eating hot dogs. These women had nothing, okay? <laughs> like, like nothing. And then they were like, okay, well, instead of having nothing, we're going to have everything and try to find us a millionaire in the building that we moved into. <laughs> I'm so like, okay, so... Is that how it works? Do I need to go move into Trump Towers to find me a rich person? I was just about to say. I was just about to say, go move into Trump Tower. But I mean, what does it say about the about? It says a lot about the time because at the end of the day, they got what they wanted in part because they were beautiful of the time. Whether you agree with that or not, whether they were beautiful or not, but for the time and for who they were. It kind of says that as long as you're pretty white, like, as long yeah, as well. But I mean, at the end, only one of them married a millionaire. 
Yeah, but the other two got they got their happiness too. The one, yeah, but but they got their happiness, understanding that the money wasn't gonna give it to them. But you know, it seemed like the one that least deserved to get Samaria Millionaire ended up with was. Right. right, that's what I'm yeah, talking. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's what, I did think that I was like, okay, the the head ringleader of the stunt queens ended up ended up with the millionaire, even though she did find real true love in the process. But it just that's seemed like she part. was using them. It seemed like she was using them. It would have been nice if uh, Betty Grable ended up with the millionaire. Yeah. Like, and walked away. If she did, and she didn't, but she was still happy with not having the money. <laughs> But then, like, this she, you know, all she wanted. Did you see that dream sequence? She was dreaming about a sandwich. Right. She wanted a sandwich. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> funniest part. That <laughs> <laughs> was the funniest part. I had, now that I had to be wired. I was like, "This is just dreaming about a sandwich." <laughs> I like her dream outfit, though. I like her dream outfit. <laughs> so, it was not. All right, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. So this is not. This is not a. Um, movie you can look at and and it doesn't really have any social uh it doesn't well, have any social message about the time this is not the stuff no. that was okay this is this no. is right you know, right. This, you know we're not uh, trading through new, any new territory yeah. uh here and i think for the time you know they were probably three of the biggest actresses you know, in Hollywood, and it might have been a little mm. bit of money grab, you know, but it was cast yeah. well. It was cast well, though. Yeah. Uh, now, Maurice, do you know? Did you know that there was a TV spinoff? Three Who was years that? with Barbara mm-hmm. Eden. Mm-hmm. Barbara Eden, yeah. It was Barbara? Yes. She played Pola. Barbara Eden, and who else? No, she played uh, Loco, Loco Jones. Loco, sorry. Loco. And who, and who wow. else? Who, who else? Oh, oh. I don't even remember who else. Bobby Benton and and uh, uh. <laughs> 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 who's laughing at me? Uh, it was, was Bobby Eaton, Mary Anders, Mary Anders, Lori Nelson, and Lisa, Lisa Gay. Gay. Okay, interesting. That wasn't her first TV spinoff of a movie. She was at Harper Valley PTA, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. All right, Bobby. Stay working. <laughs> Shoot. A check so. is a check. <laughs> and maybe that's the and maybe that's the moral of this movie. A check is a check. Mm. Mm. Maurice, you're over there talking about casting, but you know, all you have to really think is we still kind of have something like this, but just reality, like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh my you know, word! Like, like sure. Erica Jane. Erica Jane is playing the part of uh, Marilyn or something, you know, or of, of Loco or whatever. So there yeah, you go. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, hey, I mean, but you, can, you can tell by the the actors that they cast that this was a movie that, that featured, if you look on IMDb, you it just has their three names on the marquee and on, on the thing. And they did not cast, you know, George Papard and, and or, or you know, the leading hunks at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, 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 these guys were not 
I mean, they were known actors, but they were not anyone who was going to take any of the shine off of their star, you know. Right. Um, so this this movie was very much a vehicle, which was, I don't know if that was innovative of the time to have three women lead a movie. This no. Or not. Because, I mean, you had, no. Betty Dav- you had Betty Davis and Joan Crawford and people like that who were yeah. definitely, you know. Feud. Well, Feud. Yeah. Had the women, and I mean, it was a lot of movies that just sort of pushed their female actresses right in the front, you know. Yeah. And it, it was, it wasn't. I mean, and the male actresses were supplemental unless they were like major stars, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know, what's that dude's name? I can't remember his name. Trevor Howard or someone. Or yeah, like. Or, or, or the guy, the father, father. Actually, the the father from my three sons was a huge leading man. I mean, he was yeah. huge. Uh, Fred McMurray, uh, guys like 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 you know, it, it's really interesting. Mm. But usually, I mean, I, but I mean, like to have three. Didn't um, some like what was the movie with uh, Lauren Bacall, Marilyn Monroe, and and uh, they did another movie together, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not not uh, not, not gentlemen prefer blondes. Um, weren't they in another movie together? I know Jane What's Russell that? was in Jane Russell and Marilyn Monroe were in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Right. And then, right. Um. Oh God, who was in Seven Year Itch? I think it was just Marilyn Monroe and Seven Year Itch, and then. Mm-hmm. Ugh, my brain. Hmm. Well, anyway, I mean, I, I, I thought it was because I'm not that familiar with Betty Grable. I know her as like when they talk about her being a pinup girl and traveling to, you know, with the USO and all that stuff. But I never really, really remember her from actually watching her in movies. So mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't realize she, but she was just a good actress. I mean, I was thoroughly convinced, you know, by her character, but. Um, and Marilyn was actually a really good comedic actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. She was. Yeah. She's quite a strudel, is what she is. She's yeah. clean, creamy, <laughs> baby. creamy, baby. <laughs> it was creamy. To this day, one of my absolute favorite Marilyn Monroe, um, Marilyn Monroe uh, movie. Well, movie that she was in because it really wasn't a movie. Was her character in the women? Why must they always be Nappy Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> well, she was a scene still. No, no, that you're. No, you're, I thought that was in. I thought that was in. Um, yeah, all about Eve. Uh, all, sorry, about all about Eve. Eve. That's all about Eve. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, all about Eve. You're correct. All about <laughs> Eve. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a. That was not. She. She was kind of a scene stealer in that. In that. Uh, and that's hard to do. That's hard to do with Betty very, Davis in the room. Yeah. And it was a very, <laughs> it was a very, it was a more of a nuanced role. It wasn't like Marilyn Monroe bombshell Marilyn Monroe. It was very, she was still, she was still a little bit Norma Jean, you know, in, in that in that movie. You know, it wasn't oh, like. Did you ever see Don't Bother to Knock? She's she's a little crazy in that one. You need to watch that. I one. like Don't Don't Bother to Knock. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk 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 to the producer. We might we might review it. Um. But anyway, I don't know. Let me check IMDb. Did this movie win any awards? Not that I can. 
It was nominated. It was nominated uh, for Best Comedy by the Writers Green Writers Guild of America. It was nominated for Best Costume Design, uh, nominated for an Oscar. And huh. nominated for British Academy Film Awards for Best Film with Any Score. So see the score Curious. was recognized. Mm-hmm. So, then I guess we should give out a few awards of our own. Mm. 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 Okay, let's hand out some camp superlatives. <laughs> oh, we got yeah. a long list this this year. Okay, <laughs> Poppy Chilo is mentally challenged, y'all. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna, some of these I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Oh gosh. Uh-uh. Okay, so what was the unsexiest moment? Uh, uh, when what's her name broke out with the measles and yeah, told oh, that man not to hit her. He was like, "Don't you, she was like, "Don't you hit me?" I was like, "Oh, that's not that's not sexy." That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not. Oh, I see. I see your colors, fifties. I see you. I'm starting to see. You. <laughs> <laughs> that was unsexy. And then the guy whose face was all in a sling and stuff. That was not a good look either. At the end, Marilyn's little oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh he was cute. With his face on. Even beat up, he was adorable to me. He was, yeah. Because he, he, he was just smitten. <laughs> even, even, bit, even beat down, he was still smitten. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, he's an amazing me, actor. Like he give, a, give, give me the give me the Forest Ranger. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm with you, Maurice. <laughs> that thing will run away with a bear or something. <laughs> All this is mine <laughs> from <laughs> here to here. I, I'm the bear. Okay. Um, who was the diva? Ooh, I think Lauren because Lauren Bacall. Yeah. Between Lauren and 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 Brookman, Brook, Brookman, he was he was kind of a, a diva too. You know, they were they were a good good match. All right, let's see. What was the read of the night? <laughs> Lauren Bacall was just kind of reading, like it was like one. She was full of reads. She was full of reads, yeah. If you don't marry him, then you haven't caught him. He's caught you. I said, oh, girl. Yeah. No. That's a good one. <laughs> you know I mean, she was real bitter. Oh, my gosh. She was so you bad. know what? That was a euphemism. She was really bitter. You know, if you give it up for free, then, you know. Right. And, and we'll see. It was one. Um, yeah, that's, that's the thing about a bear trap. You don't need to catch a herd of them. Just a big fat one. Just a big fat one. Just one big fat one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's that one you said earlier, Legionnaire? Something about a quarter. That one's a good one. Oh yeah, she's awfully mm-hmm. clever with a quarter. I was like, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Told him, say, how many do I need to feed? Three. Ooh, girl, I got you. <laughs> and didn't even so, invite him in to eat. Right. <laughs> so what was the that so that so retro moment? He can't stay to eat. He might get the wrong idea. <laughs> uh, 
But back I'm gonna to go the, back to the not one to get hit part, uh, the part where she just assumed that he, because he raised his hand, he was gonna slap the hell out of her. It's like, oh, this, is, this is a what? rough time for women. This is <laughs> well, women could get beat down then, and it was okay. Yeah, the, the, just for being slightly hysterical. Just oh my god, I have the measles. Pow. Oh, okay, maybe I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so. Shot Reed. Uh, when she told uh, told old girl when she was getting ready to go to Atlantic City, she said, "Oh, girl, you better put a check in that one. Nobody's mother lives in Atlantic City on, on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday, yes. On a Saturday. So he seems a little sketchy anyway, but we never got to see what was going on with him. Like he pulled his no. eye patch up and oh yeah, Alex Darcy, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, him. he just kind of faded away. Yeah, you know, yeah. he caught the wrong shaking, thing, but, you know. and he didn't even come looking for. Her. Yeah, <laughs> what was the sexiest moment? The sexiest moment. Mm. Mm. That reveal, that reveal for Marilyn Monroe when they had the fashion show, when she came out and took that that little thing off, and she had on the the oh, one yeah. diamond. That, that was. I was like, oh, come on. So that was a drag queen outfit reveal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she struck that pose too, but she sat that on that stool. After oh. she tripped, gathered what? herself and put that leg out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about that life. Okay, well the sexiest moment for me was like, don't try to talk when it's in your mouth. I was like, okay. That was sexy, huh? Oh. I won't be with I, I won't get with my <laughs> <laughs> Put it in your mouth and don't try to talk when it's in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> you ain't joking. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. No, I like, I like the moment that's between, uh, between Evan and Loco when they were, when they were skiing. And she fell and he came over to her and they had their little kiss up. So yeah, I thought that was nice. That was sweet. That Although, was- if anybody else had 102 fever back in the 50s, she would have been dead. <laughs> right. Just saying. Right. So said, I, was, I was like, that girl was dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, people yeah, hadn't built up a resistance. Out. Girl, no. <laughs> people hadn't resisted hadn't built up such a resistance to antibiotics. They probably gave her an aspirin and a bowl of oatmeal and she was fine. Right. And, you know. Yeah, it's like, you know, now you gotta go through a whole regiment of stuff, you know. Especially getting the measles as an adult. What's wrong with you? You're about to die. Right? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna die to today. Like you're <laughs> you're at 102 fever. Today is the last day of your life. Enjoy she got it. 102 fever. She oh she got the scarlet fever put in the t- put in the tent. <laughs> put in the oxygen tent. <laughs> oh I had that when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Oh did they put you in the oxygen tent? They did for two days. They did. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was bad. Anyway, it's time for truth. It did. Time for the moment of truth. We each have to rate the film. We're gonna use a scale of marshmallows. Mm. Yeah, we got this camp theme going on. So we're gonna start with Miss. But I don't sweet potatoes, right? Because that's just nasty. Well, if you want to use sweet potatoes, that's on you. You can no. use, you know, fried zucchini sticks. But we're going to start with <laughs> Vanessa Berry. On a scale from one to ten marshmallows or whatever you want to use, 
How would you rate this movie? Um, I'm going to rate this six marshmallows. I didn't hate it. I didn't. There's this. It's very dated, but I really did enjoy some of the datedness. Um, the little digs, the little ways that um, Lauren Bacall just kind of shut people down. It was hilarious. So I gave yeah. it six. A six. Okay. All right. Mr. Derek, how about um, you? I'm going to give it seven marshmallows. It's a movie from the 50s, which automatically gives it six. I just enjoyed that era minus my whole black gayness. Uh, <laughs> but I enjoyed all three women. And I, did, I enjoyed the three leads very much. Um, right. Having seen them all separately, it was, it was kind of cool to see them come together. What loses points for me is the fact that at the end, there is no... We've gone through this, but there's no actual... Nobody's done anything. Nobody has changed. Nobody has gone through this. Mm-hmm. And become a different person, a better person, a worse person. They yeah. are the same person, people they are when they first entered that door. We call that character development in the business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, you know... Like all right, all right Damien. Damien, I know you don't usually like to give your opinion on things and you're very, you know, closed <laughs> up. <laughs> Could you just, just kind of try to open up and let us let us know how many marshmallows you, you gave this? Um, four. Okay. I don't... Ooh. I don't I don't love it. I feel like there were better movies that came out, especially comedies that came out at the time. I feel like it's low-grade comparatively. Um, Lauren Bacall is one of my favorite actresses of all time um and she smolders in this movie i mean she is amazing in this fucking thing but there are points in this movie not even just the datedness or anything else or the ending but there are parts where it doesn't make sense like they're like the the parts where it sort of breaks up and one minute you're in a car with this girl and they're taking a picture of her and this married man and then the next minute she's married help me what like what <laughs> when did she go back when did this guy accept her back into his life like there's no character development there's no story here i didn't hate it but i think four is generous <laughs> so okay. he's hard okay. so deadly hmm come see come qua i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna say I was going to give it seven, then I remember that orchestra that Maurice don't like, and I'm going to pump it up to eight, because I really like that opening. And, okay. and uh, you know, I was a little disappointed. I love me some Marilyn, and I felt like they didn't utilize her enough. I mean, that little eye glass jokes kind of got old and, and all that. Betty Grable, I thought she was great. Lauren Bacall probably stole the whole thing. But yeah, eight. I'll give it eight. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Legionnaire. I will have to give it an eight as well. I really enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed all of the all of the uh, lead characters, and I felt that there was there was some some learned 
things that happened. I mean, because at the end, and at, at the end of the day, they did decide to marry out of happiness, as opposed to marrying for money. Because as far yeah. as they are, because as far as they were all concerned, they married men that didn't have money. Now the fact that now the fact that you know um, Shotzi ended up with a man with money. That was just incidental, but she was content to be with him when she didn't think he had anything. So mm-hmm. I think that, that was. So I think that there was something that they got out of it because they ended up being happy, and money didn't have anything to do with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I will give it. I give it about a seven because, um, and it's Damien's fault because Damien made a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, but I do feel like there were other comedies and movies of that time that had a little bit, it had a little bit more spark. That had a little bit more sparkle to it. Like there was, there was definitely parts of this movie that seemed a little flat to me. Uh-huh. But it was, it was, it was acted well. I don't know if it was the best written movie, like. We can't remember some of the lines, but it's not like the lines in All About Eve where they just, you know, they just pop in your head and you, and you, and you, you know, and you remember them for all time. But it was good. I thought it was acted very well. I wish they had cast stronger male leads, but I understand this was a, you know, it was a vehicle for the three, you know, big actresses of the time. Um, so I give it a seven. I give it a seven. All right, everybody happy except for <laughs> Mister Three Three Marshmallows and One Burnt S'more. <laughs> I'm surprised you gave it that. To be honest. <laughs> All right, y'all. It is time for everyone to report back to their cabins. Your bunk beds are waiting for you. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Summer Camp. Once again, here's one of our camp- campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media. Thank you for the intro. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r-summercamp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp-p-c-r-dot-tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Now, back to you, camp counselors. Thank you. My fellow camp counselors, please wish our campers and the listeners a good night.
Now, I never want to see you again. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, bye. Good night, y'all. I asked him about it, and he hit me with a chicken. <laughs> that Man, was I a crazy don't know what that means. <laughs> a stuffed chicken. Mean. A real chicken? No, a stuffed. No, one. baked and stuffed. <laughs> baked and stuffed, right? A hot wing. Tell everybody good night, Derek. The kitchen is closed, and good night, all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Good night and lights out. Uh